Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership. Beautiful. Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a program coming to you through a series of tubes that are connecting us. We call it the internet. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you are watching us live at texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is a Duchess of Dork celebrating her religious holiday of Hawaiian Shirt Friday. She's actually pickled. Fact. Also, I guess I'll throw this out here too. Uh, happy anniversary to my parents, LP and Trish. Tw- oh. 27 years today. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good for them. Good for them. I'm happy. For happy anniversary those, to them. I'm happy for those crazy kids. Those they made crazy it, they made it. They made it work. <laughs> those they meddling it, kids. Those, the, not meddling <laughs> kids. No, don't don't confuse it. We're we're happy for them. Congratulations uh, to uh, to Trish and LP. Uh, today is Friday, May twenty first, twenty twenty one. One hundred eighty eight days until Thanksgiving. Episode one thousand one hundred seventy one. One thousand one hundred seventy one. This is the Michael Young episode. Hey, oh, there's Michael a household Young. name. Michael Young. That's a that's like my one of my dad's all-time favorite Rangers. Nice. And I, I gave that. him too much trouble at the end of his career because he was a bad third baseman. Yes. And he was a bad defensive player for the most part. Yeah. But I gave him too much trouble. He is an awesome Ranger, and I love he's him. He's an all-time much. great. He's an all-time great. I mean, great. he's in the Hall of Fame. I love my So, <laughs> uh, On today's show, my friends, uh, it's QB season. We're going to hear from the general manager of Quarterback Ranch, uh, Nate Popple. They've got camps coming up here across the state of Texas uh, for quarterbacks who are looking to sharpen their skills. Uh, Pickle talked with Nate Popple of uh, QB Ranch. It's coming up here in the back half of the program. It's Mailbag Friday, brought to you by our good friends at Helpful Honda Dealers. If you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, um, what other actors are in Dave Campbell's Texas football besides Luke Wilson? You can ask those questions in the comments. Do you you know the answer to that? Yeah, I know a few. Nice. Um, One of them played for Terrell. Okay. I'll have uh, to think on that. I believe it's an Academy. I don't does he have an Oscar? He might. I'll have to look that up. Uh Oregon, Texas. Nine seven two five three two six 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 five nine seven two five DMOK. Nine seven two five three two Monk if you text us now. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hadaway, Coach Terry Crawford, Aaron Flynn, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas. I'm glad Terry Crawford's here because um well 
because I like Terry Crawford, but also <laughs> one place that I think you don't see. We were talking in the pre-show about um, the the um, us kind of dumbing down position titles. Mm-hmm. You do not see that as much in Six Man. They yes. are much more specific, mm-hmm. and they are much more like, for example, if you look at like the All State team, mm-hmm. they'll have a tight center and a spread center, mm-hmm. right? They'll have two different kinds and stuff like that, and so they are they are, in my opinion, much more specific about what people do and Mm -hmm. i think that they are i think it's probably because the game is just a little bit different right and and you and because (laughs) players have to do more you have to do your specific job otherwise (laughs) if you didn't do that Mm -hmm. everyone would just be athlete yep do you know what i mean exactly so yeah like you have to do your specific the six man game they're a lot more specific and a lot more rigorous about their naming conventions when it comes to positions anyway maybe you uh didn't listen to the pre-show and you're very confused Yesterday, Pickle, you got to catch up with Nate Popple, the sure general did. manager at Quarterback Ranch, about what they've got cooking over there. Uh, of course, they are uh, helping to develop some of the best quarterbacks across the state of Texas. Here is Pickle's conversation with Quarterback Ranch general manager Nate Popple here on Texas Football Today. We are spending the offseason talking to some big guests, and we definitely have one today as we take a look at the general manager. Of the of quarterback ranch, an elite quarterback training camp, um, Nate Popel. Nate, thanks so much for joining us today, man. Yes, thank you, Ashley. I appreciate it. So, for the, for anybody who's watching this that doesn't necessarily know exactly what quarterback ranch is, can you kind of tell them what that is? Yep. So when we started, it, it was it was created to to train quarterbacks at at, at its uh, most essential. Um, we've kind of evolved into other positions and, and even some other sports, um, but it's a performance training company. We, we really, um, our numbers are really in like the middle school age range, and, and that's kind of where we try to start with our athletes and then grow them within the program um, and, and, and hopefully on through college if, if we're doing our job right. And then, of course, uh, if they're putting in the, the time and effort. Now, and you kind of mentioned it there, but so many camps, they might just focus on the high school kids. Y'all really take them and and groom them all the way up. And the other thing that I find super interesting that Quarterback Ranch does that some other facilities might not do in training camps is that you look at what those players are going, what schemes they're going to be running, what, you know, plays that they need to be aware of and start them from the beginning to match their specific program. How how much impact does that make on these kids to do that and train them individually? Well, I think you touched on, it. I think that's something very unique that we do. Um, and, and it's all about building the relationships with the high school coaches. We didn't, when, when we first started this back in 2014, we didn't want to be um, stepping on, on the, the toes of the coaches and kind of pulling these kids away and then making the athlete have to decide, Oh, do I spend time with my team or do I, I come and do this on an individual basis and, and kind of prepare myself? Uh, we wanted that to kind of coincide with one another, um, even at the young age, even at the middle school and on through the high school age. Uh, obviously some things, you know, kind of, kind of mimic each other in terms of different schemes. And, and there's some general things that we could teach all of our quarterbacks with mechanics, but in terms of, of the on-field schematics, we try to, like I said, build that relationship with the athletic directors and the head coaches, um, 
let them give us an idea of what they expect out of their quarterbacks, what they want to see out of their quarterbacks coming into uh, fall camp or even coming into their freshman year in high school. Um, and then we try to just prepare accordingly and make sure that we leave no stone unturned in terms of the preparation that we put in place for our, for our athletes. Absolutely. And then another really cool thing that I know you do is you work with the Reps VR technology, um, which virtual reality for anyone who didn't know that, but how, how that's just such a fascinating process of how all that works and what really gives the athletes the opportunity to do that and what does it provide for them to work with that Reps VR technology? So any quarterback that's played the position understands that you cannot simulate game reps um, and, and this is the best product that we've seen on the market in the quarterback training um, field that that can uh, do that um, but but any coach that, that you talk to they want they want experience at quarterback position but you can't gain experience until you're actually uh, you know that leader of the team and that guy that's actually getting to play on the field so uh, this this technology allows you from, from the comfort of your own home, from maybe a, a training facility or, or even on the field, it's completely remote, uh, but you can put on the Oculus goggles and get in the headset. And, and at that point in time, I mean, you're, you're basically transported to the helmet of a quarterback. And what's really neat is for our elite passing academy this summer, which is our big blowout event that, that you guys are, are going to be a part of uh, all the quarterbacks there are going to be actually are going to actually have the opportunity to get in the reps headset within the camping environment and and get a feel for um, what that technology can do what it can provide and then also see the benefits of it in terms of learning defensive coverages uh, and also learning your own uh, school schemes very interesting. And you touched on it there. Obviously, the elite camp is, is the, the granddaddy of them all when it comes to the quarterback ranch. Kind of walk us through when an athlete is, is able to go to your elite camp. What is the process like? What skills will they learn there at that elite camp? So the good thing about this camp is, is it's broken up in, into two age groups. So we, we do our younger guys in the morning. We do our high school group in the afternoon. And that allows us as coaches, I mean, we bring in coaches from all over the country to be a part of this. Um, Ex-NFL players, coaches have been a part of it and will continue to be a part of it. And guys that are doing the training um, business at a really high level um, throughout the country, we're inviting to come be a part of it as coaches. Uh, so for an athlete, to get to go to the camp. I mean, it, it's an opportunity for, for two full days of work. Um, obviously, as any quarterback instructor, any quarterback coach knows, we're gonna, we're gonna start with the basics and make sure that everybody's caught up and, and up to speed on, on the basic fundamentals that we wanna touch on. Um, but then it, it starts moving pretty fast and it's a, it's a up-tempo environment. It's, it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of things going on um, and it's a lot of work and competition. So we encourage quarterbacks that, that, that want the competition and, and want to kind of test their skills against guys their age, you know, not over, only here in, in Dallas, Fort Worth, but really throughout the state and throughout the country. This is, this is a unique opportunity to do so and kind of test your merits against other guys that at the end of the day, you're, 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 competing with those, those scholarship offers too, you know, by the time you graduate. So uh, it gives some good perspective for both players, parents. Uh, we do some, some classroom study. We do some leadership talks. So we try to incorporate kind of a holistic um, view uh, of giving these, these athletes, um, you know, things that help their development. 
a well-rounded experience for sure. And one other thing that I saw when I was, you know, going through the website and everything, y'all do a Texas football experience camp where it looks like you invite kids from across the world and stuff like that to come and get that experience. You're a guy who is super familiar with Texas football, played high school ball at spring, uh, second all-time leading passer in A&M Kingsville history. What what about Texas high school football in general makes it so different and just special almost, I guess you could put it. It's really hard to put a finger on, on what exactly it is, but the more we travel, the more we do camps and, and, and you touched on it, the Texas football experience is an opportunity for, for athletes from all over the world uh, to come and join us for a week of training and uh, some Texas culture mixed in there. So we've been doing that for the past four years and, and we've had guys from, from Europe come over and spend the week with us. Uh, we have guys from different parts of Texas that have just never been to Dallas and, and, and kind of experienced Dallas like that to get to come up and spend the week with us. And then obviously with all the fun there, I mean, it's, it's work every each and every day in between. So we, we fully expect these kids by the time they show up to the time they leave, not only to uh, have a well-rounded experience, but to also improve um, quite drastically over that week. But in, in terms of what makes te Texas different, I mean, the more we traveled, the, 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 what I can, I guess, say is, is that it just starts at such a young age. I mean, you got sixth graders that understand spread offense and understand defensive coverage. And, and maybe it's just because seven on seven has become so big down here. So now people can play the sport year round and, and you're not having to worry about the constant um, physicality of it. You know, you're not tackling as much in the spring and, and they're kind of changing some of that, but the seven on seven and the growth of that. And then just the, you know, everybody's dad who, who has kids now, they all played high school football and it was always meaningful for them and something that, that was important to their development uh, to where they are now. And I think it just kind of gets passed on from generation to generation and creates a, a pretty special uh, football culture down this way. Couldn't agree more. And I do hope in that Texas experience that there's some good barbecue involved that, in that. <laughs> that's a big part of it. Yes, that's one of the, uh, the big staples of that week, no doubt. Good, good. Glad to hear it. Teaching them right. Well, before I let you go, just want to ask, you know, if, if people are interested after listening to this interview of, of getting their son in there and, and being a part of that, uh, the quarterback ranch, where can they go to find more information about camps and, and all of that information? So anytime, kind of with our, our weekly stuff, we, we post all of our camp flyers to all of our social media, which on Instagram and Twitter, it's QB underscore ranch at QB underscore ranch. On uh, Facebook, we posted all there too, just the quarterback ranch. And then all the camp actual registration where, where you'd have to go and log on and, and get your athletes or, or yourself registered is www.thequarterbackranch.com. Um, all the information you touched on between the Elite Passing Academy, we even have a Texas tour where we're stopping throughout uh, different towns this summer in Texas. So, so for some of the people that may be watching that are maybe out of, out of town a little ways or central or south Texas, there's opportunities to, to find us maybe closer to them. Um, but, but all that information is there on the website along with all the registration uh, details as well. He's Nate Popel of the general manager of Quarterback Ranch. Nate, really appreciate you and, and the company and all y'all do to keep growing the sport that we all love so much. And of course, always appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us today. I sure appreciate it, Ashley. Thank you. There is Nate Popel, the general manager of QB Ranch. It's the quarterbackranch.com. Uh, you can check out all that they've got going. they got skills camps coming up uh, in July in Hallettsville, June in Quero, 
that right? Am I reading this correctly? Yeah, their big one. No. Their big one's heading up in uh, July. In July, so, so they're elite uh, one. Yeah, very very cool. Appreciate Nate Popple for hopping on with us. We're Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content, including the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands. If you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe, makes a great gift as well. Uh, Sunday is Pickle's birthday. So for Pickle's birthday, <laughs> no, it's uh, get, your, get your friend a subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Pickle! It's Friday! Some might call it Fry-yay. That's what I like to call it. And that means here on this very program, it is Mailbag Friday, brought to you by our good friends, the helpful Honda dealers. And the North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Hondas. Stop by your helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. So if you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all those sorts of things. Hondas. Hondas. Texas football, uh, you can uh, get to us in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or you can text us, 972-532-6665. Bring on the TFT text line. So, let us know. To close a loop. Oh, wait, two things. Two things to close. One, somebody asked us in the comments if we were going to talk about Jadon Blue, the the Klein Kane running back who yes. announced yesterday he's opting out of his senior season. Headlines. We will talk about that on Monday with headlines with Matt Stepp. Matt Stepp, who's on his way back. Matt Stepp's going to be here. He's uh, on a in, plane, in, like now, he'll I be, think. He'll be in studio. Uh, on Monday. So we'll talk about that and all the other headlines, but we'll lump that into to there. So, because it's Mailback Friday brought to you by our help on news. Also, to close the loop, I mentioned to you that we that there was an mm, Academy yes. Award winning actor in our magazine, and I will direct you to the 1985 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mm-hmm. to page number 220. All right. 220. You had it. You lost it. The Terrell Tigers, coached by Jerry Crumpton. Blah, 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 blah. Where is he? Oh, my gosh. I just lost it. Speedy Joe Wilson is a running back. Will strike often and deep in opposing secondaries behind the blocking of center Terry Hubbard. Guard Kevin Bashan and tackles Shuck Weiland and Richard Alsbrook and tight end Kyle Mariscola. When Wilson doesn't have the ball, opponents must watch out for quarterback Eric Bishop. And you're probably thinking, wait a second, okay. I don't recognize I don't that know name. Who Eric Bishop. Eric Bishop is the name of Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, quarterback. That's awesome. Terrell. He's in the 1985 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And let me tell you why I don't like the 1985 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Oh, yeah, Football. go ahead and let's rip this to shreds real okay. fast. Take a look. So here it is. This is uh, Jim Wacker. Unbelievable. Right? Okay. Like the cover. Like fan the cover. Of the cover. But we're not a fan of. Look at that spine. There is nothing on it. It's a blank it. spine. As opposed to, here's 1989. Beautiful. Nin- it, you can't see it, maybe, but it says 1989, <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Let me tell you something, okay? I'm not saying I'm the greatest managing editor this magazine's ever had. Okay? That list, that list starts... I don't know if Dave was ever managing editor. He was obviously doing the managing editing, but as far as the title is concerned, that's that that I'm I'm forming a line behind David Barron. Yeah. At the very least. I'm not. 
But one thing that I will say in the Tepper era of Dave Campbell's Texas football (laughs) is I ain't ever doing something like that. We're going to have – if you get all your magazines, you're going to have the year. You can line them all up and know where it is, okay? Because I know you nerds. All you nerds out there who have them, you line them up on your bookshelf and you go, I got to go grab the 2017 edition. And bang, you can see it immediately. When you got a blank spine like this. You're sitting there having to pull them out. Are you kidding me? Managing editor. Uh, Don't roast the man. Philip Tate. (laughs) Come on, dude. By the way, you will. One thing I won't, I won't give them credit for. They realized their mistake. They must've gotten roasted because in 86, it was back Bang. on. Yeah. It's, it's upside down. Bang. It's back. <laughs> they got the spine back. Anyway, those are the types of things that I notice because it's important to me. So we, I will promise you this. I'm not saying you're going to like every magazine that I'm the managing editor of. Mm-hmm. But there but will you be a will, number on the spine. For every summer edition, you will have a clearly marked spine. In fact, let me see. Rising, we do it. Rising's obviously smaller. But yeah, we do the same yeah. thing. Yeah, it's on there. Do the same Font's thing. tiny, but it's on Texas there. Texas Football Rising, yeah. Do we have any questions? <laughs> we sure do. Let's go with, um, if you could be on any game show, what would you be on? Price is Right is obviously like a key choice, but there's also like a good chance that you never make it out of, mm-hmm. um, you never make it out of Bitter's Row. Yeah. Um, so saying no whammies. And the fun. other thing about that, Price is Right is real hit and miss because, like, obviously, look, would I love to play Plinko? Of course, of course. it's kind of my dream. <laughs> but like, there's also an opportunity you get up there and it's like, oh, you do the thing where you punch out the things and blow out the cars. Mm-hmm. Like, that's lame. I don't want that. So, I would say, I think I'm pretty good. Uh, I think I'm pretty good at Wheel of Fortune. But I mm-hmm. think everybody thinks they're pretty good at Wheel of Fortune. It's the Mario Kart of of game shows. Yeah, everyone thinks they're pretty good at it. Um, I practice. You practice Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, I've got it on PS2. I DVR Jeopardy because mm-hmm. I'm cool. I I love Jeopardy. Jeopardy's so great. Jeopardy's hard. Jeopardy's also, I wouldn't do well on Jeopardy, Jeopardy, but I love it. Also, elite drinking game. Yes. Elite drinking game. Yeah. I like, if you get it, you get to assign a drink, and if you miss it, you got to drink yourself. I like when they do like the the kid and teen specials because then you can like spat out answers and you just feel awesome. Yeah. And then you and then you're like, all right, that's it. I'm I'm gonna graduate up to the adult one, and then you're back to like. Actually, what you know did what? they just ask? I do have an answer to this. Do you know what game show I'd be on? I know my answer. What's okay, yours? what's your answer? A Family Feud. Okay. I, be- like the old Family Feud. Mm. The new one is something, but the old Family Feud when they were funny questions and stuff like that, I like. That. Okay. Supermarket Sweep. Ooh, okay. I'd be on Supermarket Sweep. Okay. Because no matter what, everybody, all three of the contestants go to the big shop off yes. at the end. So at the very least, you'd get to do that. And, and then, I have studied this show, and yeah. I have a strategy yeah. in my brain. You got to go to the turkeys first. Got to go to the meat yeah. counter. You got to get all the meat, meat first. first. Everything yep. else is kind of secondary. Yep. Um, but there. And then also, I also think I'm pretty good at riddles. And so mm-hmm. like with the final showdown show, of yeah. like, the, it's like basically three riddles. Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. See, I would say I would say Family Feud because I just think that would be f- like a yeah. fun experience. Also, the pickles would look oh, great for sure. behind the thing. For sure. Like, no, no, no. There's we'd an, be a crowd favorite there's there. An, there's an excellent aesthetic there. With I, the pickles standing up there with the pickles. I also it. have real big faith that if we made it to be the winning team, my my mom and dad 
are they've been together so long that they're very much on the same same pro like thought oh. process and so when they do the you have to give the same like the opposite answer and stuff i feel like we would be really good at making it there to like cash in the big yeah. bucks yeah so family feuds, that'd family be good but wheel of fortune would if i was doing it solo yeah. wheel of fortune would be my go-to super much for me i, I like that i like that um let's go with what is your mainstream food recommendation mainstream food now i think we can let's split this into two categories here and go like fast food fast food like drive through fast food or like sit down mainstream restaurant so we're talking like chains yes chains like chains I want a drive through option, then I want right. something in the realms of, the like, fast a casual. Chili's. The fast casual. Yeah. Well, then it would be Chili's. Yeah. I like Chili's. I do, too. Um, we have done in the in the Pandy, uh, mm-hmm. my wife and I, on a couple of occasions, have done the um, the Chili's, like, to, to go. go. I d- yeah, I did that it up. twice. Pretty pretty solid. You know what you're mm-hmm. getting. And it's, it's look, I'm not here to tell you that I think that Chili's is, is uh, high-end, um, you know cultured cuisine mm-hmm. but i think it's pretty darn good that's fine yep. the other one that i've been e- that we've been eating a lot in our house because hank's got some stuff that he likes there is panera okay and my they're a st louis company and so my, my wife is big into them uh as far as drive through is concerned i mean whataburger is an easy choice mm-hmm. but at the same time their drive through is a little bit slow sometimes, sometimes it's um hmm Ooh. Can I say Rosa's Cafe? I like that. Because Rosa's is you is think, both. It's you a hybrid. Think, you would think like, wait a second, that's not a that's not a drive through, and it's like mm-hmm. they have the a miraculous drive through. Yes, they it's absolutely incredible. do. You will order, and you will be on your way ninety seconds later. It's incredible, and it's good. Good. It's always so good. Yeah. Um, I would say love our friends at In and Out too. I should probably shout them. Yeah, their sponsor and Whataburger. We do love Whataburger. Um, I would say. I mean. I got to go Sonic, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know how I, I love my Sonic. Um, Chili's was, I think, probably the standard answer. If I could give another one, I would, on the border, hmm. is mm-hmm. is chain okay. that's just kind of a... Chainy. You can, you can go to an on the border anywhere, and you're going to get the same quality of food no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to be miraculous Mexican food. Well, but I mean, look, the answer for the answer for drive through is very clearly Whataburger. Yes. Like, I think that's I think we're trying to think outside the right, box yeah. of like, OK, put Whataburger in the class of its own. They're obviously the king. Where do we go next? Right. You know, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we have one more? Yeah. Um, what is the best rainy day binge? I'm assuming for a TV show. Boy, howdy. I don't know if weather has anything to do with it, but... Um, I think so. You think so? I think it does. Okay, well, you tell me then, smart lady. I say you go more serious show when it's Rainy Day Binge because you know for a fact you're going to be sitting there watching it all day. Like, uh, like I always like the like scandal, how to get away with murder type scandal. stuff. You know, like, yeah, something that you're going to sit there and really focus on mm-hmm. and the day is just going to kind of fly by. Because, like, if you're going to binge The Office and stuff, I wouldn't necessarily say that's, like, a rainy day thing. Because that's kind of something you have on while you're doing other things, in my opinion. Hmm. I think you go serious. I think you go more serious murder, mystery, something. Crime. Dark, gruesome. I don't know. Because normally, I would, like, I was, li- so I was listening to an interview yesterday with Alan Sepinwall. He's the TV critic at the Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. 
she's written a couple of books about like the Sopranos and the Wire and like the golden age of television, like and stuff like that. And and one show he brought up a he 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 perfectly captured exactly how I feel about Ozark. Ooh, okay. okay. He said it feels like a copy of a copy of a copy. It feels like a Xerox of a Xerox of a Xerox. Yes. That like it all started with Tony Soprano. And uh-huh. like then it's like, oh, is this the age of the antihero? And like right. some places have er like some pla- some shows have really taken what that show was actually about, which is like there's not neat, tidy endings. It's just life is messy and it happens. Mm-hmm. And it just happens to focus on an antihero. And some of them have been like, people love antiheroes. And that's when you get like shows that are just kind of, I don't know. I can't get into Ozark because it's just like, I think I've realized that it's the just. The plot it, is it, so similar. It, it feels, it just feels really like we've done this before. Mm-hmm. And like, I know what you're driving at. And I think you're missing what makes The Sopranos great. Right. Um, I would say, I'll say if you just want to be just like sad all the time. Um, and you have HBO Max or HBO, I suppose. Uh, the Leftovers is excellent, and it's just that. it's just like I started watching that at the beginning of the Pandy, mm-hmm. and I had to stop because obviously there was a lot of bad things going on, and then it was like, oh, this is just making me further depressed. Depressed, yeah. It's uh, long story short, it is about uh, a, a, at one point in time. Like a moment happens and ten percent of the population's gone. They're just gone. Crazy. Like Yeah, that's not something that we've that yeah. I would have enjoyed during the pandemic. No, and it's just like how people it's, it's about the leftovers, it's about the people who have like the people who are left behind. Yeah. And it's like how you deal with it and like that's people insane. lost kids and people like lost parents and people lost yeah. loved ones. And no, like, that's not a ah, pandy show. The worst. <laughs> anyway, but that's a nice rainy day show if yeah. you're if you just want to be sad all the time. Um two things to throw out that really good restaurants that we forgot mm-hmm. about. Uh, for like a chain one, Texas Roadhouse mm-hmm. is a really solid pick there. And then I don't know, what is your opinion on this? Schlotzky's. I love Schlotzky's. I like Schlotzky's almost, almost never seek it out. Every okay. time I have it, I like it. Mm-hmm. You just Om- never I'm, think about it. I'm never it. like, I should go to Schlotzky's. Mm. Um, I also can't spell it, and it makes me tense. Everything else I can spell. All the other ones that we mentioned. That's fair. Texas Roadhouse. T-E-X-A-S space R-O-A-D-H-O-U-S-E. Texas Roadhouse. Wrong. Thank you. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Nate Popple of QB Ranch, QuarterbackRanch.com, uh, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young plays me your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday with Matt Step in studio. Woo! Texas Football today.